This episode of the Salmon Trout Steelheader podcast is brought to you by Motto Books, A-M-A-T-O books.com. You're going to find some excellent selections there, and I would recommend the Wild Steelhead book by J.D. McPhail. has some wonderful insight into the biological patterns and ocean migrations of steelhead, one of my favorites. And then there are a number of other great books available through Amato Books. One of the newer ones, uh, The Bead Fishing Bible from Randy Bonner, as well as The Power Bait Tactics for Trout by yours truly, Lucas Holmgren. This article was technically written for fall fishing, although I do think it applies to spring Chinook and summer Chinook fisheries, especially in low water. This article is called Plugging Low and Slow by J.D. Ritchie. Okay, fall's here and that means it's time to get out on the water and start pulling plugs for kings. If I could, I'd flatline a quick fish or flatfish every day of the week. I love the simplicity and presentation of this method and the grab is one of the best in fishing. But there are times when the conditions aren't super conducive to traditional flatlining, but not quite right for backbouncing either. For those in-between times, hybrid back trolling is the answer. In a perfect world, every river would be like Alaska's Nushigak. Smooth pea gravel bottom, consistent current, and 6 to 12 feet deep. In other words, ideal flatline water, but the reality is... You don't always get it set up on a tee like that. Many of the rivers I fish, for example, feature conditions that make flatlining a pain. Deep, slow pools with extremely clear water and uneven bottoms. The water's too slow to get a flatline plug down deep enough, and you can't get one back far enough away from the boat if you try to bounce lead. Unless you're fishing a glacial stream with plenty of color to it, slow and deep, is the plugger's worst nightmare. To get your offering into, quote-unquote, the zone, you have to add some weight. But again, not so much that the plug gets anchored to the bottom. Borrowing from the side drift box. When confronted with this situation, I'll borrow a couple of different weighting systems from my steelhead boxes. Slinkies and sploosh balls, plunkin' ducks. These guys have just enough density to get down without acting like anchors. With a mixed bag of these two type of sinkers, I can get my plugs where I need them in just about any water. But let's back up here a bit and take a look at rigging for this method first. To rig up, I'll slide a plastic quick change clevis up my main line, 30 pound braid. Then I tie it off to a size 6 Spro barrel swivel, small but 80 pound braking strength. It's not a bad idea to also add a small plastic bumper bead between the swivel and the clevis. To the other end of the barrel swivel goes my leader. Generally I run a 4 to 5 foot section of 25 to 30 pound fluorocarbon, but it of course depends on the water you're fishing and the size of the fish. Next, I'll tie up several 12-inch to 3-foot sections of 12-pound mono, each with a snap on one end and a loop on the other. These are the weight droppers. Snap your sinker on one end and then slip the loop onto the clevis and you're in business. 
I'll use the shorter droppers in faster water and the longer ones in really slow and deep stuff. The whole point of this rig is so that you can easily change dropper lengths and also take them off when you don't need them. When you come to those spots where extra weight isn't necessary, you can keep your rig nice and clean by removing the droppers, which, if left on, don't affect the plug's action, but get tangled in other lines, the net, etc. Sinkers. Slinkies are the mainstay of my modified flat lining sinker arsenal. They're dense enough to get down but slide easily along the bottom without hanging up too often. Where you fish and what size lure you're using will dictate how much lead to use. But I can get away with running sinkers made from .210 shot in 3 to 8 ball lengths just about everywhere I fish. Sploosh balls are my secret weapon in the really deep and froggy pools. If you're unfamiliar with Mad River Drifters, they're rubber ball shaped sinkers, kind of like bouncing beddies used for side drifting. For the water you just can't get a plug down into, they work wonders. In those super deep slow holes where you see fish rolling but can't get a flatlined or back bounce plug to work, try throwing on a three foot dropper with a one half three quarter ounce Mad River Drifter attached and go with a big lure like a K16 Quickfish or a T55 Flatfish. The weight of the sinker will take the lure down and the wide profile of the weight and lure will catch the current which will pull your gear downstream. It sometimes takes a while to get your lures where you want them and since you won't be able to feel the bottom, it's a bit of a guessing game as to how much line to let out. The line angle as it enters the water will tell you everything you need to know. Once the lures are down deep and working, you probably only get a faint pumping on the rod tip, slowly slip downstream with the boat. At this point, it's almost like fishing with a plug-in diver rig. Your gear will be down near, but not glued to the bottom. Oddly enough, a lot of the grabs you'll get fishing this way will be incredibly violent. Rip the rod out of your hands type of affairs, so hang on. Technique. In some spots, all you have to do is let the lures drift back behind the boat as you would with traditional flatlining. Once they're back the desired distance, usually 40 to 70 feet, click the reels and gear and put the rods in the holders. Other areas require a bit more work. In certain holes where I know the fish like to sit on the brake or perhaps tight to the backside of the slope, I'll let the plugs out slowly, maybe 10 feet at a time for the first 20 feet, and then go the rest of the way back and free spool with my thumb allowing the line to slip steadily off at a rate of about a foot every couple seconds. As with any plug fishing, be prepared to really let the fish chew on the lure before setting the hook. If you've got an itchy trigger finger or perhaps some newbies on the boat, the best bet is to get the lines fishing and then put the rods in the holders. So just a quick interesting little article about working with the idea of flatline plugs but adding sinkers to them not necessarily in the case like some would do in deeper rivers like the columbia where you let the sinker hit the bottom and the quick fish work but just getting a bit of weight on there and getting it back and uh 
definitely an interesting technique. J.D. Ritchie is a very accomplished uh, fisherman himself, so I'd certainly take his advice to heart. And if you're out there plug fishing, maybe uh, try some of these ideas. Um, another weight that's kind of similar, perhaps, um, you know, to the Mad River Drifters or the bounce, Bouncing Bettys uh, would be the Dave's Tango Free uh, weights. Certainly would recommend trying the cannonballs in half ounce or three quarter. You can get those on davestanglefree.com. But that's another excellent option that I use a lot. Uh, even kokanee fishing, really, to just kind of get my lure down a bit farther. But they're also really subtle and soft on the bottom if they do connect. But anyway, this was Plugging Low and Slow by J.D. Ritchie. What do you guys think? Let us know. You can always follow me on Instagram. My name is Lucas Holmgren, L-U-C-A-S-H-O-L-M-G-R-E-N. And let me know if you have any article ideas there. Or get in touch with customer service at amatobooks.com. And again, this episode is brought to you by amatobooks.com. Take a look at the selection. There's so much wonderful information that you're not going to find on the internet that you will find in these books. Thanks again for listening, folks.